Screw the truth. There was a time, a far distant time, when the truth had value. I mean, people were too afraid to tell a lie because they knew that if they did, they would be damned to an unquenching, burning hell for all eternity. The Bible garnered so much respect back then that it was used in a court of law to determine the truth of one's testimony. Do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God? And who could lie to mama? Even if we tried, it seems that God gave her an internal lie detector that was more precise than any electronic device ever made. But things have changed, and telling a lie is, oh, not so bad, or is it? Is it okay to try to justify and pardon our lies by telling what we call a half-truth, or a white lie, or embellish the truth? Hmm, well, the truth is not just what you say or what you think, it is also how you perceive and why you believe, and more important, it is what you decide. Biblically speaking, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, guides us into all truths. That's according to John 16 and 13. And Satan, the father of lies, cripples the truth and binds us into all lies. John 8 and 44. And if you continue in the word of God, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. John 8, 31 and 32. In his book, The Screwtape Letters, C.S. Lewis reveals that crippling truths are often nothing more than half-truths and lies that enslave us with pride and defensiveness or shame and reticence. Briefly, The Screwtape Letters is about a very subtle, intelligent, arrogant, vicious demon of hell who despises God's prized creation, humans. His purpose is to undermine God, to corrupt, and confuse us straight to hell. How? By screwing the truth and making us believe a lie. And he's not working alone. He has enlisted other young incompetent demons to assist with his plan to distort our truth. He uses these demons to bring about distractions such as worldly pleasures, making us think that all we have to live for our worldly pleasures, disillusionment through racial divide, the pandemic, hopelessness, and even death. He desensitizes us to seeking the things that are of God, God's word, God's plan for our lives, God's undying love. He attacks our faith and perverts our pleasure. He uses his uncanny ability to subtly camouflage and interject lies into our daily lives, into our minds. His strategy is to divide and conquer our truths and infiltrate our weaknesses. And guess what? He knows more about us than we know about ourselves. Go figure. While we are diligently working to keep the devil from placing things in our minds, he is working on ways to keep things out of our minds. Things like the truth about who he is and what he's doing. He knows that if we are more concerned with what we are doing versus what he is doing, he's got a foothold. We have a tendency to forget that he even exists. And although he might not be the direct cause of everything that goes wrong in our lives, the truth is he's involved with a lot more than we realize. He's good about getting us turned up about the wrong things to deflect us from the right things. He apparently doesn't know this and neither do some of us. 
But the devil is a defeated foe. Oh, yes, he is. And anytime he tries to interject us with lies, all we have to do is resist him and he will flee. Not so easy, some of you may say. Perhaps not of our own strength. However, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So let us not continue to be ignorant of the devil's devices. And as he continues to screw the truth, let us seek to know the truth, the truth about all things, including who he is.